This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Let somebody that is blessed tonight shout a wonderful hallelujah. God bless you. Let's have a seat. Tonight, by the grace of God, we'll be looking at the topic, adoption. Last week, I mean, Pastor Ibukun told us on a justification. So tonight, I'm looking at adoption. Please believe in Jesus. And I'm trusting Holy Spirit tonight himself. That will teach us by himself in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's open our Bible to the book of uh, Ephesians. Ephesians. Chapter 1 verse 5. Ephesians 1 5. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good player of his son. Having predestined, having appointed us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good prayer of his way. I'm going to, I mean, tonight going to be, I mean, teaching, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be, you know, everybody going to contribute to me. It's not like I'm going to be doing it alone. We're going to engage ourselves tonight. It's, it's teaching. It's not really preaching. It's teaching. So, what is adoption? What do we mean to mean? When you say somebody, I mean, it's adopted. I mean, or, you know, what do, what do we mean by that? Adoption. A legal, adoption is a legal proceeding that creates parent-child relationship between persons not related by blood. The adopted child is entitled to all privilege belonging to the natural child of the adoptive parent, including the right to inherit. The right to inherit. So when somebody is adopted, by right, you have authority, you have, you have by right, you have power, you have the right over all the properties of somebody adopted you. Please are living Jesus. Please are living Jesus. So, that means whatever that person owns, you have everything. Because you have been adopted. You know, in Texas, when you look at it, before you can adopt anybody, there are some rules you must follow. I can mention one or two or three of the rules. Number one, you must be, you be, you must be an adult at least 21 years and above. 
Number two, you must be financially okay. Please believe in Jesus. Before you can adopt somebody, you know, you must be financially okay. Number three, they will do some background check on you if you are okay. You know, that is it. That is, you know, the things you have to mean, they will do before you can, you can mean you can adopt somebody. So, tonight, by grace of God, let's look at the, I mean, we're going to look at what does it mean by adoption? What does it mean by adoption? Let's look at the book, book I mean, the Bible, in the book, Bible, I mean, passage of Galatians 4 1 to 7, we're going to read tonight. Galatians 4 1 to 7. I will prefer amplified version. Galatians 4 1 to 7. He said, now I say that the, okay, let me go with this. Now I say that the heirs, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though he is a master of all, but he is under the authority of guardians and household or administrators or managers. Until the date set by his father, when it is of legal age, so also we, whether Jews or Gentile, when we were children, spiritually immature, were kept like slaves under the elementary man-made religions of philosopher, I mean philosopher, teaching of the world. Let's go ahead. But when in God's plan, the proper time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under regulation to the law. Let's go ahead. That he might redeem the liberate those who are under the law, that, that we might be adopted as sons. With all right as fully grown member of the family. And because you are his son, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba Father. Praise the living Jesus. I'm going to explain what it means by that. It's explanatory, you know. I'm going to explain what you mean by that. The Bible says. That when a child is born, there is no difference between the child and the slave. When a child is born, there is no difference between the child and the slave. They are the same thing. They are, they, they, in fact, I'm going to use a scenario. Paraventure, begate of this world. Let me, you know, begate of this world. Maybe he took a record to heaven, rocket to heaven with the wife, you know. So he had a son, a child. And before he went to heaven, hope he's born again, he go to heaven. So he, he, made, he made his will to that child. So that will is under administrator. So that child is being managed by somebody. So the child... And the servant in the house, they are the same. Because he doesn't do anything. He doesn't know what he does. He's not of age yet. He doesn't know what the right he has. You know? 
Whereas his father has will, made a will and put everything under him, but he can't do anything because it's under somebody, under an administrator or under a guardian. By the time the child becomes of age, maybe 18, then he can go to, into the court. Okay, everything will be with me. Give it to him because he's now a full grown man. So what the Bible is saying is that when we were like child, we are slaves, we don't know anything. But when the time has fully come, that Jesus Christ, God sent Jesus Christ to us, he made him to be, to be he came from a woman and made him to be under the law so that if we that were under the law, he can redeem us and set us free from bondage so that we can receive the spirit of sonship. Therefore, we call him Abba Father. Praise the living Jesus. So, Jesus Christ, God has to send him down to redeem us so we can grow from being a child to being a son. You know, when you are a son, that's when you are adopted. You know? You know? So, because as a child, you don't know anything. You don't know your right. But when you grow, you become a son. You know your right. Pray, living Jesus. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. And let me tell you, the Bible says that when you are a child, you are a, like a slave. And a slave calls his master, called master. He doesn't call it father. <laughs> you know? So, but when you become a son, you can call your father. So that is different between a child and a son. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Let's move forward. Please, the living Jesus. So, when a, a man is born again, he begins a new life in Christ Jesus. When you are born again, you begin a new life in Christ Jesus. But when you are justified, what happened? The Bible says the memory of the wrong things you've been doing, the bad thing you've, you've done, God cleared that memory. You know, because we have a can't in heaven. That account is your good will and your bad will is that account. So before you get born again, because the account is there, it's, all the bad will is there. The moment you are justified, those bad will, everything, maybe you've done this, you've done. Uh, this, you've told a lie before, you've, uh, you've been stolen before, you've uh, I mean, done a all those things, you know, everything's written against you there. So the moment you are justified, those things are erased by God. Those things are wiped up by God. By Christ. So you now have the, what is, there is the, the what, what's it called? Is the righteousness of God. So all those things are wiped away. You now have righteousness of God. That is it. So by doing that, we are justified. Then, before we can be adopted, we have, before we can be, after that, then we cannot be admitted to the family of God. After those things have been wiped away, then what goes next is that you can be admitted to the family of God. That is called adoption. When we are admitted to the family of God, God admits you. God Pull you by himself. He, he, you know, he admitted to his family that when you are adopted, 
I pray tonight that Holy Spirit will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, adoption, admit him into the family of God with all joy that his son can have in his household of his father. In the new birth, the believer becomes a child of God as baby in Christ. In adoption, that child received the position of an adult son. That's what I told you. So, before that child can be adopted, you know, before he can claim his right, he has to be like 18 years, be a man, be a son, not a child. Because a child is equivalent to a is I mean, a slave, a servant, and the servant called his, his I mean, called his master, I mean, called master, where a son called father. There's different between that. So, until you become a grown-up son, that's when you are adopted to the family of God. Please believe in Jesus. Ephesians four seven. The Bible says that. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. You are no longer a slave, but you have become a son of God. Please believe in Jesus. You are now heirs of God, no more a slave. Before that time, you were a slave because you are a child. But when Jesus Christ came, I would say, when he flipped when the fullness of time has fully come, he sent his son to redeem us, take away our sins. You know, there from there, we, 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 we received the spirit of sonship and we became the sons of God. Please are living Jesus. Let's go further. So, what is the condition of adoption? What is the condition of, of adoption? What is the condition of adoption? In what we studied earlier, we know that when a man is born again, he begins a new life. Then the moment is justified, his sins are wiped away. His memory of his sins is wiped away. Then from there, he, I mean, he now what happened? He becomes, you know, he, he, he grows to become, uh, to be admitted to the family of God. You know, so that is it. Then we now go to what is condition for adoption. About one condition, that's the only condition, rather, is faith. Adoption can ask only one condition, and that is faith in Christ Jesus. Brother, you can only be admit me, you can only be adopted by faith. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That those that must come to God must come with faith. So for you to be adopted to the family of God, you must have faith that, oh, yes, I have been adopted. Like that's child, I mean, that's something we're talking about. Now he has the right to take control of his father's inheritance because he's not a fully grown son, not a child. Please believe in Jesus. So we must what? Have faith. Faith is very key. Let's look at the book of Galatians 3, verse 26. It says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. 
Galatians 3, 26. Say, for you are all sons of God through faith. So you can claim your right as a son of God through what? Through faith in Christ Jesus. You can claim your right as a son through faith in Christ Jesus. Because some are just, okay, I'm going to show you another example entirely again. For example, uh, we have, okay, maybe we, Brawale is being, maybe we're trying to give the best, uh, the best worker a gift. We, maybe, we, maybe we've already done it, like we are giving the best worker a gift, and uh, we have the best worker. We, I mean, pastor say, okay, best worker, you're going to give you $1,000, you know? And that worker wasn't around that particular time. He didn't come to church. Assuming. So the following Sunday, <laughs> when he, somebody, somebody already informed me that, ah, see what happened, that you are the best worker, and somebody said, you, they already, they, they, you, have, you have a note, you have a gift for you, $1,000. So the following Sunday, the person walked to church. I wanted to meet Pastor Sir. I, you know, I, I mean, maybe I was told that I'm the best worker, that I have a gift of 1000 so so and so on. So, Pastor, we said, okay, yes, take. But if you didn't go to Pastor and ask, you know, maybe if, if, it's, it's your right because he has said, okay, this is your gift for doing this. So you have to go there and claim that gift. That is it. You have to claim it. So you have to go there and say, okay, sir, you said, oh, maybe yes. Okay, yeah, take your gift. That is it. You have to claim it. So that is where adoption by faith. You have to claim adoption by faith. By faith in Christ Jesus. Please believe in Jesus. However, okay, let's just um, that that is the cause. If you are already born again and justified by God, once that. Once that is the case, all you have to do to be adopted is to claim your adoption by faith in Christ Jesus. The moment you are born again and you have been justified, the next thing to do is to claim your adoption. The moment you are justified, it doesn't matter the sin. Maybe you have... <laughs> that you was sharing a story one day. He said, one man came to him. He said, ah, that's... Sir, can God forgive me my sin? He said, Yes, God can forgive you. Sir, you don't know what I've done. He said, Are you sure God will forgive me my sin? <laughs> you know, the man was asking at the GO that, Are you sure God will forgive me? I said, Yes, God will forgive you your sin. It doesn't matter how worst, how bad, how terrible your sin is. I would say, The blood of Jesus has the power to wash away our sins. The man says, Sir, I've killed not one, not two, not three, not four. I've killed several people. Are you sure your God will forgive me my sin? You know, it, was, it wasn't true of himself. It was because, you know, it doesn't matter. The moment you are born again, you are justified. Your sins has been wiped away. That is it. Your sins has been forgiven. There's no record anything bad about you. You are now living on the righteousness of God. Christ Jesus. So, therefore, you cannot claim your right. 
by faith. Please believe in Jesus. Let's go further. What is the time of adoption? What is the time of adoption? Okay, I'm going to ask some questions first. Please believe in Jesus. I don't want to go run, just run like that. I'm going to throw the question today because it is supposed to be a very class, not not uh, you know. So, what is the difference between new birth, justification, and adoption? Can somebody help us with that? Difference between new birth, justification, and adoption. Anybody in the house? <laughs> it's all about when you justify something is. Don't, 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 you know, I, I just want, uh, you know, I want somebody to help us out with that. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I believe justification is it because we have been justified because means all our sins have been wiped off. Wonderful. And uh, adoption is being adopted as we are teaching, according to the teaching of today, have been adopted to the body of Christ as John Hill. Him. Praise the living Jesus. That's a wonderful. I want to know maybe we are we have been carried we have been carried along, you know, that's more important. So <laughs> let's let's go ahead. So let's go ahead. Then what are looking at what is the condition? Rather, what is the time of adoption? There's no really time for adoption. There's no time. There's no, there's no time like, oh, maybe after you got saved, 10 years after, or maybe after you get saved, five years after, or when you get saved, like two months after. Mm -mm. The moment you are born again, the moment you are justified, at that point in time, you are adopted by God, by faith. That is it. Okay, ma. Thank you, ma. question concerning yes. the adoption. Okay. No, just like you said, adoption, I thought that when you talk of adoption, because the salvation is for the Jews first. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The Jews. Yes, the salvation of the word of God. Christ. God carved out that portion of the Israelites, the Jews. The Jews and came down to them straight, using them to spread the word of God to it. all over the earth. Yes. So when you when we come to adoption, I was thinking um, salvation is first for the Jews. Then from the Jews, we Gentiles will be grafted into, will be adopted as children of God. Yes. When we repent, when we totally give our life to Christ Jesus, you are now born again. Mm -hmm. That's when we start enjoying the sonship. You see, the sonship in Christ Jesus. Yes. Because that there is a difference between the slave and the son. The son is in the house. It's the son of God, the son of, you know, Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, 
in the first place, I want us to know the difference between the son and the slave. The son has the total right. right. Yes. And the slave don't have that total right. Thank you. And just like, okay, one more, I'm, I'm rounding up. I want to give an illustration. I came from the east in Nigeria. So there is an adage that we used to say, if a son that the father sent to go to the house and thief, when he come to where he's thiefing, he will just break the door with that kind of authority. After all, it's the father that sent him. Okay. You know that one, I mean? So, yes. so sonship has total authority yes when it's comparing with a slave thank, thank you ma thank you for that anybody wants to add to that i'm going to okay daddy i'm going to i'm going to daddy go ahead first yeah yeah uh she's in line with what i interest saying mm -hmm. uh we need to understand the fundamentals uh of that topic adoption and the illustration of a slave a slave, irrespective of the age, is under authority. Maybe mm -hmm. 80 years old, the one who purchased him or her has total authority. It's an asset to the owner. But a son is a son. Is is has the right of everything. But in the in the concept of what we are trying to explain to us. The, the son is never a slave. The father, the parents, will never call him a slave. But because he's underage, he's under the authority of the parents. Yes, sir. And we have to grow in that age to age of maturity to be able to take total control of the family asset. He will never, I will never call my son a slave. When he was underage, no. So what we are trying to, uh, the slavery and the sonship, they are parallel words, but the Bible is using it as a metaphor. Yes. That when a child is under authority, just as we give a, a slave a total order, yes. so also a child is under a total order and authority of the parents yes. until he attains the age of maturity. Yes. So the moment we understand that as the, as the grassroots, we'll be able to build on that. But the Bible is trying to make us to realize this, that just as the son has the right at the age of maturity to claim the total asset or yes, ownership of the, of the family, when we who are slaves, who had no right at all, who had no any vision of becoming in the position to occupy the position of sonship. Now, because of the love of Christ Jesus, he draw us to himself, just like Philemon was drawn to, to new life in Christ, and Paul was pleading for him. So uh, we have now been grafted into that position of sonship to have equal right, as, like a son will have yes, it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That, that's it. That's what the Bible says in uh, Galatians 4. Maybe we should read the Galatians 4, 1 to 7. That was talking about there. That now I say that the heir, as long as is a child, 
does not defy at all from a slave, though he is a master of all, but is under guardian and steward until the appointed time by the father. Let's look at this. Let's go to four. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoptions as sons. Please are living Jesus. And because you are sons, God has sent for the spirit of his son into your heart, crying out, Abba, Father, therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God to Christ. That is just it. <laughs> Please are living Jesus. So, right, the, moment, the moment God sent Jesus Christ to redeem us of our sin, we are no longer a slave to sin anymore. You know, because we have been adopted by God. We now have equal right as Jesus Christ. Please are living Jesus. So, I pray God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's move forward. We're looking at what, what, uh, what is the time of adoption that we are looking at. Thank you, Daddy. There's no time, like what I said, there's no time, particular time <laughs> for, for me of adoption. 